Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 249. Today, we're going to dive deep into a topic that I know every single one of you has struggled with at some point in your business, and that is imposter syndrome. The inspiration for the topic today, actually, I'm pulling from my own life. I am kind of working through a little uh, episode of imposter syndrome myself, if I'm honest, and I'm going to explain to you why that is. But I truly hope that uh, my story and uh, this episode is really relatable to you, and and I have a sneaky suspicion that it's going to really provide a lot of value for those of you that have found yourself uh, stuck with this trappings of success. And so I'm going to, I'll give you a little bit of context for the discussion, but I'm going to be sharing with you today a training that I actually did in our Legacy Leadership Academy a couple of weeks ago. I think it was two Mondays ago for one of our Mindset Monday sessions. And the reason why I wanted to share that particular recording uh, with you instead of kind of recording it again, as I'll often do for the podcast, is I just thought that that message really captured the essence of what I wanted to say. And oftentimes what will happen is we'll do a Mindset Monday and people will love it so much. They'll say, this needs to be a podcast because we want to share this with our teams. And uh, I got an overwhelming response when I did the training. So here we are. I'm going to share the the clip with you. But first off, let me say this. It's really good to be back the last couple of weeks. Sorry that I've been MIA. Uh, a lot of people have been saying, hey, what's happening? I haven't heard you on Clubhouse. I haven't been on Clubhouse in a couple of weeks. And the reason for that is because we moved. If you've been listening to the show, uh, you've heard me talking about this. We, My wife and, uh, and I bought uh, really our dream home back in March of this year. We were renting back to the previous owner as part of the sale agreement. And on August 1st, we officially got the house. And But we moved in on August 13th. So at the time of this recording, less than two weeks ago, you know, I've heard it said many times that moving is one of the most stressful events that you'll ever go through in your life. And one of the most stressful events to a marriage as well. And uh, I can attest to that being a fact. Wow, man, it was a long, arduous process. Look, we hired movers and we actually had people help us pack, but there were so many things that happened during the process and it just, it involved so much more of my energy and time and attention than I thought. The good news is we're in the house, we are settled in, we are absolutely just feeling so blessed. Um, so just really thankful to God that he's blessed my family in the way that he has. It's, it's really crazy. I mean, this house literally is my dream house. I mean, when I started my journey, I hoped that someday I could live in a house like we have. But if I'm honest, I, I don't know whether I ever believed it to be true. I wanted to believe it. And it's just it's just so it's it's a strange feeling kind of actually. I don't know if any of you can relate to this. And this kind of segues me into this conversation around imposter syndrome. It's a strange feeling. Have you ever had a goal, something that you really wanted in your life that you worked long and hard towards that you had to ride that roller coaster of believing whether it was possible for you and then someday you actually achieve that goal? And then, you know, you're certainly happy and you're excited that you're there. 
but it actually threatens your sense of identity. And what I mean by that is the first day that I woke up in this house, I remember walking around and feeling like I was in someone else's life. Because here I am, knowing my journey to get here, all the struggles and all the trials and tribulations and and living really want my dream. And But I, it didn't feel like my dream. It, it's kind of strange. If you've never been through this, I'm sure all of you have on some level. And these people are telling us how beautiful your home is and this and that. And I'm just like, you know, but they don't know the real me. Like This isn't the real me. The real me is the struggle. It's the past. And what was interesting is, is I found myself really like just feeling like an imposter living in this home. And it's something that I'm still working on now. But, and you know, I know some of you are probably listening like, yeah, good problem to have, Bob. I'm not sitting here complaining to you. I'm using my experience of, of pursuing my dreams and the big impossible goals that I have in my life and actually achieving them as a lesson on what we do to ourselves in our mind. See, the mind is a very interesting thing. And the mind will very easily always lead us back to fear. We achieve a big goal in our life. You hit a rank. You buy a home for yourself. You buy a new car, whatever that might be. And notice how quickly you are to downplay that accomplishment, to not take credit for it, but then to slowly slip back into that fearful thinking. You know, what I noticed myself, and I'll share this in this training, how I've been kind of like a little stressed out thinking about, okay, I'm living in, my, in our dream home, but now we have dream home bills to pay. <laughs> we have dream home mortgage to pay. And I found myself over the first couple of days starting to stress out thinking about like, okay, for the next 30 years, I have to pay this mortgage every single month, or um, I've got you know th this amount of money I have to pay to keep this house up and running. And there's all these different things that have to happen that I never really had to deal with before. And and what I noticed was how easy it is for us to shrink into that defensive mode that our red light core story and fear will lead us to. But here's the problem is that's not the place that we're creating from. That's not the place where we can go out and be productive, where we can make an impact in other people's lives. We're so caught up in our own stuff. And what I'm going to share with you in this, this training here is, is really how uh, it's like almost like an identity crisis. I, I'm going through this process of having to reinvent who I am in these new circumstances of my life. And I talk about this all the time, how every new level of your life requires a new level of belief. And that's one of the things that I'm kind of being conscious of and intentional is, is, is being really responsible for my focus and what I'm thinking. Because here's what I know. If I spend my time worrying about losing what I have, that will become a self-fulfilling prophecy because I'm focusing on myself and I'm not focusing on you and I'm not focusing on our students and solving your problems and coming from a place of service and love and trying to create to help you. And I want you to think about, are you slipping into that trap in your business? But this topic of imposter syndrome, I know is a really, really important one. And so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to share this training that I did inside of our program, LLA. I'm going to go a little bit more into my story, but I'm really, I think more than anything, I want to give you a solution of how we can start to deal with this so that this doesn't hold you back anymore, so that you truly know that you are worthy of every single goal and dream that you have in your life, and you'll never be more worthy than you are right now. And the recognition and the awareness of that and the constant reminder, right? It's like people say, Bob, when, when do I stop practicing the formula? When's this work done? I'm like, it's never done. 
in every moment of your life, you are either growing or dying. There is no middle, right? We are human becomings. We are becoming something every single moment of our life. So it's like this constant journey of self-discovery. But for me, it's exciting. It's exciting because I know that I've bumped up against the limits of my own belief of what's possible for me, of what I'm worthy of. Now, in the past, I know that would have derailed me, but now it doesn't. Now it's an opportunity. Now it's a challenge for me to go even deeper in my own core story, to get a new vision for my life, right? Figure out what is that next level for me. And and that's what I want to inspire all of you to is what is that next level for you in your life, no matter where you are. So let me turn it over to the training and uh, I truly hope you get a lot of value out of it and I'll be back with you when I'm done. So imposter syndrome is pretty simply, it's just on some level, not feeling worthy of the results that you see in your life, your accomplishments, your results, the goals, the success that you've created in your life. It's it's having this internal resistance. It's based in fear, but it's really just not feeling worthy of it. It's almost like I liken it to an identity crisis. So tell me if you can relate to this. In your business or really in any area of your life, have you ever achieved a big goal that you had for yourself? Maybe in a professional career or a job, it was a big promotion that you were shooting for. Maybe in a traditional business, it was just the creation of a successful business that you bootstrapped and built from the ground up or in your network marketing business. Maybe it's a rank advancement that that you hit that you never thought was possible for you. You worked really hard, right? You put in all the blood, sweat, and tears. You paid your dues. You rode the ups and the downs of the journey to success. You failed over and over again. You grew, you you became better. You paid the price. And because of that, you eventually reached your goal. And what an incredible thing, right? Your life has changed. And I know a lot of you find yourself, whether you're there, whether you're there already or you're on the path, you know, you look at where, you know, if you, if you just take a moment to look at where you are today and look back to where you started, I mean, it's really extraordinary. It's incredible how far a lot of you have come and and there you are you hit this big goal you have this rank you're a leader you've got a successful business you've got a lot of what you've wanted or you're close to that but then something interesting happens you know i i i like to say it like this i'd like to say it like this every new level of your business and your life it's the same devil every new level same devil Every new level of success that we reach in any area of our life, that fear, our red light core story is waiting for us, right? And here's the thing. Our red light core story will always tell you you're not worthy of that accomplishment. It will always cause this internal resistance because from the outside looking in, all these people are telling you, man, you're incredible. Look at what you've done. They're admiring you. But inside, you don't feel that way. You don't see yourself that way. That's the red light core story. But this is where imposter syndrome starts to creep in. Imposter syndrome is a byproduct of your red light core story. And when I say it's like an identity crisis, here's what I mean. 
You look at your life around you, you look at the results you have, and you literally don't, it's almost like you feel like you're this person living in this world that was never, that's not yours. And here's, I'll share a personal example with you. So Shannon, my wife and I, and our two boys, you know, we moved into essentially what, I mean, it's our dream house, right? When we first started looking for houses, we wanted to move out of the city of Philadelphia where we we're living. My office is actually still here in the city, but we wanted to move into the suburbs and, you know, we wanted to get land and, and get our forever home. And we started looking over a year ago. And my business, personally, our business, our company over the last like year and a half, I mean, we've skyrocketed. I mean, so far beyond anything that I thought was going to happen in that time period. And as our business was growing, our, you know, we started looking at houses and we realized what we thought we were going to pay was not, we weren't going to get anywhere near what we actually wanted as, you know, any of you that are looking for houses, you know, the market today. So we kept looking and our budget kept going up and up and up. And so long story short, we wound up really lucking out, finding an off market deal for a house that was literally, I mean, in my wildest imagination, I could have never imagined that I would live in a house like this. And it was literally everything that we ever, like if we did our must list and every box, I mean, it's everything. It's like our dream house. And it was a long process and we moved in and it was, the house was literally, okay, just to put this in perspective for you, it was over two times the amount that we originally thought we were going to pay. Okay. So, but whatever. I mean, I, I've blessed that we were able to do it. We moved into the house on Friday and... um Saturday morning was the first day that we actually woke up in the new house. And I have to be honest with you, it was a really weird feeling for me. Because here I am, I'm waking up, and I'm literally in the house of my dreams, and I felt like this, like there was like an identity crisis. You know, we met some of our neighbors, and they're telling us how beautiful our house is. We have the nicest house around, and we're so lucky. And everybody's like, just everybody that sees the house is like, oh my God. And and what I noticed, and I found this interesting, I noticed that there was this like quiet voice sitting on my shoulder, like basically saying, like thinking back to five years ago when I started this journey and I was living in a two bedroom apartment, and I barely could even pay my rent. And I started thinking and focusing on that. And I'm like, they don't know you. That's who you are. You're not this, right? These people don't know you. They, they, they That's who you are. And and I immediately started my thoughts, started to focus on the past and started to focus on where I knew I came from and where I started. And that led me, okay, that led me to start to feel this like irrational fear. And the irrational fear, okay, the irrational fear that started to creep in was, I started thinking about, okay, we live in this big house and we have all these bills that we didn't have before and we have all these things that we're doing to the house. And I started to notice that I started feeling really anxious. And I spent the last couple of days like just really in this weird place. And what I realized was that what was happening to me is I was suffering from a, a major case of imposter syndrome. Here I had arrived achieved one of the biggest goals that I've had for my life, for my family, and I was struggling being able to enjoy the fact that we were there. 
And the reason why I was struggling, the reason why I was struggling being able to enjoy it and feel good about it and appreciate it, right? Instead of thinking like, oh my God, Bob, look at what you've created. I noticed how quickly I went and my mind went to the negative. And it was such a reminder to me. And by the way, guess what I did? I got out my formula sheet and I started writing down the red light stories that were popping up and I started becoming aware. But 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 it's such a powerful example of how an untended mind will always focus on the negative, right? It's like our red light story is always there. It's just waiting for us. It's waiting for us to get lazy with our thoughts. And here's the problem. As you start to become more successful in your business and in your life, and, and trust me when I tell you, you might be listening to me talk about this and be like, Bob, you know, like I'm I'm at the beginning of my journey. This feels so far. Look, if you would have told me five years ago when I was living in a two-bedroom apartment with my fiance at the time, now wife, and I could barely afford to buy her a Christmas present, and I literally laid awake at bed at night every single day, how am I going to even pay my rent? Okay, like I'm engaged to this girl and she's hitching her wagon to me and I literally don't even know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. If you would have told me five years later that I'd be where I'm at today, I said, you're crazy. So I share that with you because I want to encourage you. The things that I'm teaching you in this program, these are the exact things. Love, serve, grow is what I've practiced over the last five years of my life to create what I've created. And it will absolutely transform your life forever if you truly buy into this and you do what I'm teaching you. So even if, if you're just starting out, look, I'm talking to you right now as if you're going to be there because I know you will if you commit to doing this work and you make this a priority, all right? But here's the thing. The thing is this, is when we're not responsible with our thoughts, and, and, the, and, and here's the problem. As you start hitting every new rank, new levels of success, higher levels of income, Every new level of accomplishment requires a new level of belief, right? Like you're all going to eventually reach the ceiling. And what I realized was, is I was at one of those pivotal moments where I was bumping up against my belief, what I believed I was worthy of, what I believed I was capable of. So it was part, am I worthy of it? But it was also part, am I capable of keeping this? Then you want to know what I started thinking? I started thinking, oh my God. So for the next 30 years of my life, I have to pay this mortgage, which is way more than what I've ever, you know, so, but, and, and then here's what happened. I started spiraling. And I want you to, I want all of you to pay attention to how easily you do this to yourself. Right, we just start living, all anxiety and fear is, is we just start thinking about all the things that we have in front of us and how they could go wrong. And here's the problem with that. The problem is this. When you're living in a fearful state, you are restrictive, you play defense, and you stop creating. Look, we only have the potential to create as God created us to do so when we're living from a place of love and not fear, when we have belief, when we're not feeding our fears, but we're, we're, we're not feeding our fears, we're building our faith. And it was really, it was a real interesting like weekend for me because like I'm going through this roller coaster of ups and downs and I'm thinking about all of you. And I'm like, man, boy, am I gonna have a good mindset Monday for them this week? And, but it's an example, you're never done. 
People say, Bob, how long do I have to practice the formula? I go, I don't know. How long do you want to continue to grow? How long do you want to continue to evolve? How long do you want to continue to change lives? This journey is never done. Because as you start to increase, it just requires you to continually be conscious of what's going on in your mind. So what I did was to get present and become aware, I sat down. I just got all this stuff that was in my head. I got it all out on paper. And, and that was that was very like cathartic doing that because I'm like, I'm working through the fear. I'm working through the emotion. I'm like seeing all this stuff and I'm like, man, this is ridiculous. Like what good is it gonna do me and my family for me to spend a single minute worrying about a mortgage that I have to pay for the next 30 years of my life or however long it's gonna be, right? What good is it gonna do my family and me Spending this day in fear, thinking about that, because that's one less day that I have to show up from a place of love to be able to go out and create more of what we've already been blessed with. Look, that's the, that's the thing. So many of you, you spend all your time living in the past with regret or focusing on the future with fear and anxiety. And all you ever do is rob yourself of another present moment. And look, all you will ever have for the rest of your life is another now. And so few of you ever actually are consciously aware of the present moment and the power that you have inside of you to be able to start to change your life. You never wake up. And that's why I think this thing that we're teaching you, the formula, this work that we're helping you, why it's so important because it helps you begin in the moment to start to show up from a different place to alter the trajectory of your life. And here I think about five years ago. I think about the decision that I made five years ago to start doing live videos. Never done a video before, social media, ever. Never done a video before on social media. I woke up one morning and I said, I'm going to start because I my back was against the wall and I had nowhere else to go and I didn't know what to do. But I said, I'm going to start. I had faith. I didn't know if I was capable. I was scared out of my mind. I had a major case of imposter syndrome. I was afraid of what people were going to say, but I had no other choices. I did it. Little, what I didn't realize was that decision that I made that day to start this process altered the trajectory of my life. Now, this was a decision I had to make every day, though. We can't do something once and expect that things are going to change. We can't put in minimal effort and expect maximum results. But every day, I made the decision. Am I going to show up from a place of love, have faith, and believe that something bigger is possible? Or am I going to shrink and play defense and get stuck by my fear? Worrying about what other people think are going to say, not seeing that seed of greatness or that potential that's in me. And look, I didn't win the battle every day. Some days we win, some days we lose, right? Some days we produce, sometimes we don't. We play small, but we learn, we grow, we don't beat ourselves up. Look, this is the journey of life. And if you make the right decision more often than not, I'm telling you what you can achieve in your life is truly extraordinary. But going back to the original point of the video today, which is imposter syndrome, what good is it for you to achieve the big goals and dreams for your life if you won't even allow yourself to enjoy it and appreciate it?
Notice how quickly you are to downplay your success, to take credit for your failures, but not your success, to not appreciate yourself for everything that you've done. How quickly we slip into the irrational fear that my business is gonna go all away and I'm gonna lose everything I've created. Meanwhile, we forget all the blood, sweat, and tears, the hours of hard work we put in to create what we have. The truth of it is this, I couldn't derail my business even if I wanted to. I would have to try really hard to destroy what I've created. And I'll say the same thing to you. You couldn't derail the train that is your business even if you wanted to. See, when we start to focus, we become responsible for where we're focusing, it changes everything. So what I want all of you to do is I want you to pay attention to what's going on in your mind. I want you to notice when you're feeling fear, when you're feeling that imposter syndrome, that self-doubt, that overwhelm, that anxiety. Realize where it's coming from. There's a red light story. And look, none of it is true anyway. How could we ever know what's going to happen in the future? We can't. But it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because whatever we focus on in the present moment, good or bad, I can promise you, you develop a habit of one way or the other that will become true in your future. So be responsible for your mind. Recognize when you fall into these bad patterns and use the tools that you have, the formula, right? Work through those stories. You know, I just had to get present on what do I need to do? What do I need to do in this moment to show up today from a place of love, to continue to use the gifts that God have given me that I can bless other people focusing. Because when I'm focusing on myself, I'm not focusing on all of you and that's not serving you. So I had to say, Bob, get over yourself. Stop being so selfish, right? These people need you to show up today on Mindset Monday as your best self. And you wanna know what? Your best self wouldn't make it about yourself. So get out of yourself, show up for them and pour into them and help them in their journey. And I say the same thing to you. Your customers need you as your best self. Your team members need you as your best self. The people that follow you on social media need you as your best self. So stop making it about yourself. Stop living in fear. Stop believing the red light core story. Move past that. Because there are blessings waiting for you in your future that are so far beyond anything you could ever comprehend but you just have to start believing that that's true. So that's my message for all of you today. I wanna, you know, this may be good or bad, but this work is never done, but I think it should be encouraging because what you need is inside of you. That seed of greatness is there. Imposter syndrome is a lie. It's blinding you of the brilliance that is inside of you. You are worthy no matter what you do. And if that can become the foundation for how we show up in our life, that is the first step to getting on the path that we want. So hope you got some value out of the training and the message today, everybody. So, uh, and thanks for letting me share my story with all of you. Well, all right. I hope you enjoyed the message. I hope you enjoyed getting a chance to hear my story. And thank you for giving me a chance to share it with you. And look, if my story does nothing else, I just want me, I want my story to be an inspiration for all of you of what you can actually accomplish if you truly do the things that I'm teaching you here. Like how much, like, you know, I use that time frame of five years. Think about how much my life has transformed in five years. When we, when we think about five years, it, it feels like it's a long ways away, but here's the truth of it. Five years from today, you're going to look back and feel like it, it, it happened in an instant.
Like you blinked your eyes. Like my son is four. He's turning four years old next month. I'm like, that's crazy to me. Look, five years are going to go by so fast. So what I really want to urge you to do is get really intentional about how you want to spend these next five years. Don't get stuck in your in, 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 in your bad habits of thinking and feeling and acting that have kept you from what you wanted in your past. Plant your flag in the ground with a new vision for your life, a new level of belief of what is possible. Stop focusing on what you're not. Start seeing in yourself that seed of greatness and that capability, that potential that God placed inside of you to do something extraordinary. And every single day, show up and do the work. And I truly hope that you will be able to, at some point, be able to start to realize some of your dreams, the way that my family has been blessed, that we've been able to. And look, we're far from done. My my purpose in what I do is, is so much more than buying a house for my family. It's it's a calling. And it doesn't have anything to do with me. It has everything to do with you and, and, and being able to teach you how to believe in yourself, to find that those gifts inside of you that are hidden, that are waiting for you to discover, that I found through my journey so that you can go out and fulfill that deeper purpose for your life. So with that being said, it's great to be back. I promise I'll be getting back on my regular schedule here. Grace and my oldest son start school in two weeks uh, at his new Montessori school. So I won't have to pitch in as much to help my wife so she doesn't go crazy. And I'll be able to get back on my normal flow of things. I'm also changing offices. So that's got me a little crazy. That's part of the reason why I haven't been on Clubhouse. But anyway, I'm back in the game. It's good to be here. I missed all of you. Love and appreciate every single one of you for being a part of this community. I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care. 